today's Leading Women episode 525 with the wonderful Linda Williams. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Linda F. Williams. Linda Williams is the founder and CEO of Who's Apple Empowerment Center, which offers multiple services to facilitate focus and vision in realizing your mission, your goals, and your destiny. Seminars are customized and tailored to specific organizational goals. They also offer life coaching, relationship coaching, and guidance in navigating organizational change. To learn more, visit www.whosapple.org. Again, that link is www.whosapple.org. Women of the world, Miss Linda Williams. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's an absolute honor to be in a position to inspire your audience. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Linda, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Who's Apple. I love that name as well. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. Listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Well, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking. Whose Apple Empowerment Center was created to facilitate the destiny of individuals who might find themselves stuck with respect to realizing their visions and their goals. I think we can all relate to having a dream and a vision, but being set in a mindset that thinks that is so overwhelming. It's we've got to do this first, that first, we got to get this together. We've got to raise the resources. Sometimes that dream can just look daunting and overwhelming. Well, I found through writing my book that a lot of times that's tied to some things that we went through in the past. And because I've come through so much in my own personal life, I decided to create Who's Apple Empowerment Center just to help people to kind of connect to what might be holding them back, give them a more truthful and realistic vision about where they want to go as as it relates to where they perceive themselves to be now. Our programs are designed to assist both businesses and individuals 
the individual services cut to the core of what drives the self-defeating thoughts and 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 um and behaviors that kind of hold us back and keep us stuck with just a vision in our laps as opposed to moving forward toward that vision. Our our, uh, services include life coaching and relationship coaching. The leadership empowerment programs include one and two day seminars that leverage existing company talent, minimizes loss of resources and and positions people that or the organization to achieve effective and sustainable outcomes toward the strategic mission that most organizations have. So being one, basically, we've been kind of stuck on stupid in my life more than once in more than one area. I think it's important for us to heal to the point where we can leverage what we've learned to facilitate the dreams of others. Mm, I love uh, what I'm hearing about your business and what a beautiful story you have there uh, from your own experience. Now you're expanding it to assist both businesses and individuals achieve their vision, achieve their dreams, assisting them to to know what's holding them back. And I love that you've carved out this niche. But what uh, what keeps you inspired doing this business? Well, what inspires me is the journey to this business. See, uh, that's one of the things that I am big on is not to be so stuck on what you want to achieve that you can't really leverage where you are now. Uh, The way that played out in my life was whose apple is it anyway? Empowering purpose to achieve your God-ordained destiny is the name of the book that I wrote for seven years. That book took seven years because as I moved toward through writing that book, there were layers and layers of healing that I had to go through with respect to uh, some molestation in my childhood. I had multiple rapes in my background. I had a marriage, a domestic violence situation in my first marriage. And the second marriage of 16 years turned out that I was married to a man who turned out to be a rapist, a sexual predator, and a child molester. Now, it's a whole lot of pain that you carry around that allows you to let yourself into those types of situations. That's the kind of stuff I had to heal from as I wrote that book. So um, as I wrote, I hired a writing coach and she advised that I needed to have a platform. And she strongly suggested that I have a website and um the other social media platforms. And that's one thing I want your audience to know that that's a powerful resource to have access to the internet. And a lot of those platforms like Twitter, Instagram, all of that is powerful way to get your message out to multiple individuals across multiple demographic variables. So I had to develop that. Now that that came the empowerment center, um, it was, it was a natural step toward destiny for me to establish the center because it allowed me to leverage my psychotherapy expertise, my labor management background, and my leadership abilities. Mm, what inspiring a vision you have there. Love that you shared that one with us. I mean, I love your story. It's so inspiring. I mean, you have walked the talk. You really inspired others, not only because of what you do, but because of your experience in your life. You've gone through those tremendous challenges that you overcame yourself, and now you want to empower others that they too can achieve their dreams, can achieve their 
their vision in life. Your story and your journey certainly inspires not only me, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners here. So thanks for sharing those. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or to turn this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? first one is determination that means sticking to the vision in even in the middle of adversity focus which means that you've got to know what your mission is and your purpose is in life see this is what i want to share with your audience this is one of the takeaways i want them to get from this interview you cannot separate who you are from your mission and your purpose in life. And that if you want to start a business, it is important that that business is in the area of your purpose and your mission. Because you will have multiple opportunities, multiple adversities that will attempt to pull you off of your focus. You will have multiple opportunities that will look like good ideas that may not be a good idea for you. So after you're determined, you need to keep a pit bull focus on why am I here on this earth? How am I leveraging that toward this vision? Because if you let yourself get off track, then you don't you're losing resources and you're losing important resources that should be focused and channeled toward your vision. And the third thing that I had that the trait that I have is knowing when to seek sound advice. Knowing when to seek sound advice. For me personally, my issue was I had a mindset, a lie in my head based on my past that told me that it was a weakness to ask for help. Okay. Now that played out not only in my personal life, but that tried to leak into my vision, my purpose, who's Apple. Now, mm. in order to counteract that, I had to recognize how my past was telling me these lies, okay? And I had to get past that because bottom line is this, Marie. There are people out there who have done this. They have made the mistakes, and they are the go-to people to t tell us how to make sure that we avoid those mistakes. And we're going to talk later about my favorite book, and I'll expound on this uh, sound advice piece a little bit more. But determination, focus, and sound advice are important. Mm, so that's determination, focus, and sound advice. Knowing when to seek that advice. Great values, qualities, and traits here that uh, that uh, Linda just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adopt this uh, values, these traits that she just shared with us. Let's cultivate them. Determination, having the focus that aligns with your vision. Knowing when to seek sound advice. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how well, have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? 
Well, I, I, you, your terminology is interesting when you say it takes a very special person to overcome these challenges. I want to major on that for a quick minute here. That person, whoever's out there listening, you are that so-called quote-unquote special person. Why? Because nobody in this world can be you but you. But you have to leverage everything you've been through and believe in your dream. That's your dream. I don't care how on the surface it looks like if Joe Blow and Mary Sue might be doing the same thing or similar to the same thing. Your dream is your dream. And it takes nothing more special than the fact that that's why you're here on earth. And understanding how to leverage your life experiences toward that. For me, the first challenge has been believing that my vision can be achieved. Now, that seems like elementary on its face, but that really takes more than a notion to overcome that past, overcome the lies that you told yourself for decades, to realize that that dream can be achieved. Uh, writing a book helped me to shed decades of pain, as I said. But then you have to own who you really are and make sure to stay true to that reality. That means establishing appropriate boundaries with respect to the values that I hold and ensuring that at every turn I am honoring that. The second challenge was writing the mission statement. Seems simple enough, but that's the basics. I had a lot of challenges writing a mission statement. I'm still working on my vision station statement. You know, I had to keep in mind that as I wrote this vision and mission statement, every future business decision or venture would, would be held to that standard of the mission and the vision that I believe was my purpose on earth. So that was my second challenge. The third challenge has been discernment with respect to what I call staying in my lane. In other words, not every good decision is a God decision or a good decision for me. Now, this is where the first challenge is leveraged or lost. I had so many wonderful opportunities that I've declined because they would be all focused for me. So when it comes to making a decision, if I have no peace about it, I know I have made the wrong decision. It is very important to me that I keep commitments. So I am careful with respect to which commitments I make. Because once I make them, I'm committed to completing them. So the first challenge was believing that my vision could be accomplished. The second challenge was the mission statement. And the third challenge is focus and knowing how to stay in my lane. Hmm. Wow. I can totally resonate with this challenge that you shared with us. And I'm sure a lot of us, uh, our listeners too, I mean, uh, sometimes we, we talk ourselves out, you know, not believing that idea, that how, that vision that we have, that dream that we have that we can achieve. And it starts with that. That's okay. But you, but you know, that's, um, you will realize after all uh, that you, if you're really passionate about that vision, that idea, you will got, have that guts to pursue it. Uh, certainly. And I love how Linda just shared with us how she was able to overcome these challenges and the lessons that she learned. So let's learn from them. And writing the mission statement, that that's a biggie too. Staying in your own lane, that's a biggie. But now that Linda just shared with us how she was able to overcome them, let's learn from them. And when did it happen to us? We now know what to do. Great takeaway there. 
right, let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, good question. This is an ongoing challenge, if you must know. You know I'm currently working on a doctorate, which means I'm in school full-time, I'm working full-time, I'm promoting the book. You know, I just recently started back to regular exercise routine because I'd been away from that for about three years. And Marie, because my children are already grown with families of their own, I don't have an ongoing family life. I live alone. So there are no immediate demands on me in that regard. But working from home and working for the federal government is really family friendly. So I'm able to really work around my schedule more easily. So the home front is not a major challenge. But as things come up with school, et cetera, in the book, then that is just an ongoing challenge. Uh, three tips that I give for your listeners is, number one, me first. I know, I know, I hear you out there. Get, trust me, it's got to be you first. Because the reality is that if you let your health go to heck in a handbasket, if you let yourself get run down where you cannot function, then the dream and the vision is on hold, and so is your family life. So you have to understand and be selfish about your you time. If you fail to take care of yourself, things can go bad really quickly out of the blue. So you want to make sure that you maintain your health, your relationship with your significant others, family relationships. You have, you know, if especially if you're devising your own business, you need to build that in as a as a personal and professional value that your home and your family have to take priority. If you're doing this to fulfill your vision and this is your livelihood, the livelihood is so that you can support your family, but you can't get the cart before the horse. Family first. It's just important. These are rules you have to draw with yourself. You have to stick to these rules and they have to be ingrained in what I call institutionalized values for you. Number two, we're back to focus again. Don't be jerked around by the wrong voices the wrong opportunities, the wrong beliefs. Basically, this is the truth you have to live by. Stolen focus, stolen vision. Stolen vision, stolen purpose. Stolen purpose, stolen destiny. In that order. Focus. Number three, when we're starting a home business, we have to set open and close times, period. Don't allow a mission to crowd out life. We work to live. If we're living to work, we're out of balance. And if that's what you're doing, give me a call. I can help you with that. 
Wow, I was so hooked into listening to what you just said. I mean, huge, huge there. I cannot stress this enough. I mean, I know this is an area that I'm sure a lot of us are challenged with, but those tips that uh, Linda just shared with us, I mean, putting yourself first, this is huge. And, and I know a lot of us, especially for us who are working from home, it's so easy to slip off that time, not being able to carve out that time for yourself, but that should be your first priority. And I, That's right. You know, it, it is. And I truly believe that our health is the foundation of everything that we do. You know, without yes. without our health, we won't be able to build this business that we are passionate doing and in the first place. So really important to put that, make that rule in yourself that you need to take care of yourself first. Carve out that time to take care of yourself first. And uh, and then you can you can go do with the other priorities that you have, with your family, with your, fa- with your business as well. But really important to take care of yourself first. Put Absolutely. that one first. And Maria, I'd like to add to that before we move on. We talk health, and I think that what, we've, what we're seeing is our physical being. We have to understand that as that our We have to take care of ourselves. We're spirit, we're body, we're soul. We have to take care of our emotional health as well. And I just want to warn you, warn everybody out there, you see yourself in a pattern of running, running, running on a gerbil wheel and other parts of your other important parts of your life are are being ignored. If you find yourself at what we call a workaholic, there's a deeper issue fueling that and you can change your behaviors on the surface for a while but you will slip back into that behavior i always say that the cure is in the cause so i want to encourage all of your listeners that if you find that pattern in your life to get some kind of professional help to try to root out what the root of that is once you get that thing at the root then everything else will fall into place so true and not to hesitate to ask for help and receive help Uh, that is really true especially for us women because sometimes we feel like we don't want to ask help because we don't want to bother people but that's so true what Lina just shared with us all right let's talk about success and what success means to you your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Marie, thank you. I love the way that you framed that question. Um, Before I tell you that, I just really want to encourage the women that are listening to you that what Marie just said is so true because it doesn't matter what's going on around you. It's what's going on inside you that matters. It's why she says you can have $10 and feel like a million bucks and have a million dollars and be miserable. Guess what? It has nothing to do with what's going on on the outside. It's everything to do with your perspective, your perceptions, the way you're seeing it and what's going on inside of you. Now, that said, I measure success by change lives. Whether that's a word of wisdom timely given or seeing that light bulb illuminate in someone's life, the difference for me is not trying to reach a set number of people to measure success. I understand that the each one reach one dynamic is powerful. So multiple lives are affected by a single life changed. 
for the better from my perspective. I measure success by every destiny decision I'm blessed enough to make. I measure success uh, uh, um, by my home life, the rest of my life. You know how I, I you know how, how basically this is the bottom line for me personally. You know, if I can live my life such that I don't have to apologize to God some fateful day, okay, for not doing what I'm here on earth to do, then I have lived a successful life. In that regard, I'm still breathing, so the jury's still out on how well that'll be measured. But the bottom line is this. I measure success by lives changed. I measure success by each one reach one. So even though, as you say, uh, the, the business is successful, that's not my focus. My focus is just how much of a difference I can make in someone's life. Now, it, it, just so everybody knows, nobody, you can't boilerplate me into your life. I can't boilerplate you into my life. One thing we have as women is always measuring ourselves by somebody else. I'm asking you to walk away from this interview today valuing who you are. Focusing on who you are. Focusing on the reason why you are here. Focusing on that you and only you can do what you were born to do. And we can draw from the positive experiences of other people. We can definitely be encouraged by that. We can e even network with people. But when it crosses over into your measuring your success by that of someone else, you're measuring who you are by somebody else's who they are, then we're getting into some, some areas that can be detrimental to your success. Hmm, huge, huge, huge. I love your perspective on success. Success is about doing what I'm here to do. It's about changing lives because, you know, at the end of the day, I truly believe that the true essence of success is knowing that what you're putting out there, what you're doing is impacting other people's lives. Yeah. That the That's the intangible benefits of being in business, really knowing that what you're doing is impacting or making a difference in other people's lives. That's that right. is what truly, um, I believe that's what truly makes us happy. Yes, 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 yes. I like the way you use the word intangible. Absolutely. Because we do, we get a mindset. If you're, busy, you're an MBA and you're running a business, it has to be about the numbers in the bottom line. But sometimes the numbers in the bottom line, although they're important, they're all focused. So it's the intangibles that can really make a difference and be very rewarding in any entrepreneurial uh, uh, situation. Truly rewarding. I agree. Nothing is so uh, fulfilling, gratifying than those, uh, the, seeing the smile, for example, of the people that you've helped, creating, getting res great results for your clients. Oh, those are the ones that really perks up my day. All right. I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously oh. got some lessons learned under your belt experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Number one. 
Relationships are important. Building relationships is key. You never know who will be a divine connection for you, nor do you know to whom you are a divine connection. And when I say divine connection, I just mean that when you are destiny bound, your life has a purpose and a reason. It can't be d done by a team of one. Anything any of us accomplishes in life has to be done in concert with others. And relationships are important. That's part of what we do at Who's Apple. We help you, you to recognize how some of the things you went through are maybe mess messing up relationships career-wise, personally, or otherwise. So relationships are important. Number two. Don't be afraid to seek professional guidance from others. We talked about that a little bit earlier. And number three, establish a mastermind alliance and have no tolerance for any conflict in your business. Now, the mastermind alliance is just a team of people in your corner, trusted, truthful others in your corner. Not only in your personal life, but in your business life. People who have been there. People, a whole set of people that have each has some piece of the pie that th they can bring to the table for you. But all these people have to work in concert. There can be no dissension. You have to have a zero tolerance rule against any kind of confusion and dissension in your business. This is key. Hmm, golden nuggets in those uh, tips that you shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to build relationships. I cannot stress this enough. The second one is to not being afraid to seek professional help. This huge, especially for us women. We need to reach out and ask for help. We don't have to do this alone. The third one is mastermind. Really big on this as well. And like what Linda just shared with us, not just professional group of people, but on your personal level level as well. So great tips here that Linda just shared with us. So let me, let's take action on them today and I'll make sure to have those on our share notes. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Think and Grow Rich. It's a little tough to get through because it's written in old type of language, but Think and Grow Rich is a must-have on any entrepreneurial entrepreneurs library think and go grow rich get to get the cds listen to those as you're back and forth to wherever you're going to your meetings to work or whatever get the cds get the book just get it find it in a podcast get think and grow rich this thing is going to make all the difference in your life i know it has mine it is, and so is mine. So it is a classic book, a classic resource that we can all uh, learn from, especially about mindset, about the concepts that uh, Linda just shared with us, masterminding, building relationships. Those are really huge. And I go back over and over with this book, and I also have the audio that I listen to. And I every time I listen to it, I get new ideas, new things that I can implement in my life and my business. So absolutely. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Absolutely. Last but not the least, Linda, this question is one that our listeners have been asking, and that is, if there's one woman out there that you admire the most, who would that be and why? Maya Angelou. She's the uh, play, the playwright and the poet. Um, 
she wrote i know i know why the cage bird sings uh, she's my hero because she channeled a, a very dark and painful childhood into a lifetime of inspiring others through her writing that she was a class act you know I, I i've never had the honor of meeting her but she has made all the difference in my life maya angelou is my hero absolutely she is such a an inspiration and, and i know um that is an um, underestimated word but i mean she is with her story her life her courage her strength what an inspiration she is and we salute her not only uh, because she's uh, she's inspired you but all of us here at today's city women so absolutely maya and Chilu. All right, lastly, uh, Linda, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that they can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Okay. Uh, if you're interested in inside out, cut to the chase, no holes bar, barred, core cause-driven attack on the very causes of negative self-talk and the devastation it ultimately wreaks, Contact us for an individual individual life plan that'll work just for you with respect to what your particular goals are. I'm a life coach. I'm a relationship coach. I'm a trained psychotherapist. I've got my master's in social work working on my doctorate in human behavior. So if you're interested in really cutting cut to the core cause of a lot of the stinking thinking that holds a lot of us back, call me. Um, we have business and organizational leadership programs, seminars, etc. If you want to get my book, Whose Apple Is It Anyway? Empowering Purpose to Achieve Our God-Ordained Destinies, then go to whoseapple.org. That's W-H-O-S-E-A-P-P-L-E dot org. One-stop shop. You can find the book there if you're interested and just peruse the website. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. All right, that's www.whoseapple.org. Again, the link is www.whoseapple.org. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, www.whoseapple.org, and pick up her book, uh, Who's Apple Anyway, and it's available from her website as well, and uh, you can browse on the products and services that she's providing, and if they resonate with you, I highly encourage you to hop in. I no, we can all learn from what she's putting out there and at least be on her newsletter so you can be updated on what she's putting out there. Again, that link is www.whoseapple.org. Linda, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world. Look, I appreciate it. I, look, it, it has been a hoot. <laughs> I have enjoyed this, and I have to tell you how honored I am that you chose me to inspire your offerings. Thank you. Thank you, too. We appreciate you. I appreciate you and the rest of us here at Today's Evening Women. And we wish you more success in your business and in your life as well. Thank you so much. All right, TLW listeners. Did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite Today's Leading Woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two, 
click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. We'll be right back. 